Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Coming up on 5-Minute News. Democrats unveiled plan to update landmark voting law. Taliban vow to respect women despite history of oppression. And Texas governor who banned mask mandates tests positive for COVID-19. It's Wednesday, August 18. I'm Anthony Davis. House Democrats on Tuesday put forward a new proposal to update the landmark Voting Rights Act, seeking against long odds to revive the civil rights-era legislation that once served as a barrier against discriminatory voting laws. The bill, introduced by Representative Terry Sewell of Alabama, seeks to restore a key provision of the federal law that compelled states with a history of discrimination to undergo a federal review of changes to voting and elections. The Supreme Court set aside the formula that decided which jurisdictions were subject to the requirement in a 2013 decision and weakened the law further in a ruling this summer. The push comes at a time when a number of Republican-led states have passed laws tightening rules around voting, particularly mail-in ballots. Democrats have sounded the alarm about the new hurdles to voting, comparing the impact on minorities to the disenfranchisement of Jim Crow laws, but they have struggled to unite behind a strategy to overcome near-unanimous Republican opposition in the Senate. The new House bill, known as H.R. 4, is named after Georgia congressman and civil rights leader John Lewis, who died last year. A companion bill pushed by Democrats, known as the For the People Act, has stalled in the Senate amid Republican opposition and disagreement among Democrats about whether to change procedural rules in the evenly divided Senate to get it passed. Democrats have argued both bills are needed to safeguard access to the ballot and restore democracy in America. The Taliban vowed on Tuesday to respect women's rights, forgive those who fought them and ensure Afghanistan does not become a haven for terrorists as part of a publicity blitz aimed at reassuring world powers and a fearful population. Following a lightning offensive across Afghanistan that saw many cities fall to the insurgents without a fight, the Taliban have sought to portray themselves as more moderate than when they imposed a strict form of Islamic rule in the late 90s. But many Afghans remain sceptical, and thousands have raced to the airport, desperate to flee the country. Older generations remember the Taliban's previous rule, when they largely confined women to their homes, banned television and music, and held public executions. The Taliban's longtime spokesman promised they would honour women's rights within the norms of Islamic law without elaborating. The Taliban have encouraged women to return to work and have allowed girls to return to school, handing out Islamic headscarves at the door. A female news anchor interviewed a Taliban official on Monday in a TV studio. 
The treatment of women varies widely across the Muslim world and sometimes even within the same country, with rural areas tending to be far more conservative. Some Muslim countries, including neighbouring Pakistan, have had female prime ministers, while ultra-conservative Saudi Arabia only recently allowed women to drive. Texas Governor Greg Abbott tested positive for COVID-19 on Tuesday, according to his office, who said the Republican is in good health and experiencing no symptoms. Abbott, who was vaccinated in December, has refused calls to reinstate mask mandates as the highly contagious Delta variant surges in Texas, was isolating in the governor's mansion in Austin and is receiving monoclonal antibody treatment a therapeutic not usually given to patients with no symptoms. He's at least the 11th governor to test positive for the virus since the pandemic began. The positive test comes a day after Abbott, who has seldom been seen wearing a mask in public, did not wear one while speaking indoors near Dallas to a crowded room of GOP supporters, most of whom were older and unmasked. Video posted by his campaign shows the 63-year-old governor who is up for re-election in 2022 and has drawn two GOP challengers who have attacked the virus restrictions he put in place last year, mingling with attendees as they gathered around him taking pictures. The event was held by a group called the Republican Club at Heritage Ranch. Abbott has rebuffed calls to reimpose pandemic restrictions, including mask mandates, as cases in Texas are again soaring, hospitals are stretched thin, and a growing number of school districts defy his orders that prohibit face-covering requirements in classrooms. More than 12,200 patients in Texas were hospitalized with the virus as of yesterday, the highest level since January, and state health officials said this week they've requested five morgue trailers from the federal government as a precaution. By Tuesday, at least four Texas school districts had already temporarily closed because of virus outbreaks, just days into students returning to class. And in a sign of tensions as schools defy Abbott's orders, the superintendent of the Eanes School District near Austin said one parent physically assaulted a teacher by ripping a mask from her face. You can subscribe to 5-Minute News on YouTube with your preferred podcast app. Ask your smart speaker or enable 5-Minute News as your Amazon Alexa flash briefing skill. Subscribe, rate and review online at 5minute.news. 5-Minute News is an evergreen podcast covering politics, inequality, health and climate, delivering independent, unbiased and essential world news. Daily. Hello everyone, my name is Tom Kearns and I host the Anglo-Saxon England podcast, where I cover the history and culture of England from the departure of the Romans in the 5th century to the Norman Conquest in 1066. So far we've surveyed the collapse of Roman rule in Britain, the migration of the Anglo-Saxons and the history of Northumbria from its beginnings in the mists of legend to its destruction at the hands of Viking raiders in the 9th century. I hope you'll come and give it a go.